1: The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from the estate of Micheksla Gretzha. This Mass is offered in memory of Micheksla and his parents, Joanna and Michael Gretzha. May their souls and the souls of all the faith of the Department, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today, we celebrate the feast of Saint Joseph, the husband of Mary, the foster father of Jesus, and the patron of the universal Church. Let us now acknowledge our sins as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord. for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, almighty God, that by Saint Joseph's intercession, your Church may constantly watch over the unfolding mysteries of of human salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the promise that Abraham would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For this reason, the promise depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only do the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham. He is the father of all of us, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. Abraham believed in the presence of the God who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Hoping against hope, Abraham believed that he would become the father of many nations. According to what was said, so numerous shall your descendants be. Therefore, his faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. Steadfast love, O Lord, forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established for your descendants for
1: The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
0: Glory to you. Glory to you, Lord.
1: Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called the Christ. Now, the birth of Jesus the Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. for he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife." The Gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
1: As important as Joseph was in the life of Jesus and in that of his mother, we hear very little about him in the Gospels, beyond the special role he played in the birth and early childhood of Jesus. We find those events spelled out in some detail in the opening chapters of the Gospel of Matthew. In the Gospel of Luke, the story of the birth of Jesus is told from the point of view of Mary, while Matthew recounts it through the eyes of Joseph. In the time of Jesus, there were hopes of various kinds among the Jewish people that God would soon send a Messiah, a leader, perhaps a great warrior, who would defeat the Roman occupiers and or usher in the definitive coming of the kingdom of God. These hopes were often associated with King David and his offspring. Inspired by these hopes, there grew up the conviction that the Messiah would be of the line of David. It is through Joseph that the title Son of David will come to be applied to Jesus. It is difficult, if not impossible, for us to imagine the confusion and concern of Joseph when he hears of Mary's pregnancy. His natural reaction is to follow the precepts of the Mosaic law and to quietly break off his engagement with her. By doing so, Joseph hoped to avoid any public scandal surrounding her. Matthew describes Joseph as a just or righteous man, a person of integrity, someone who certainly did not intend to hurt Mary in any way. Whereas in Luke's account, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary and extends to her God's invitation to become the mother of the Messiah, the mother of God. In Matthew, Joseph is alerted as to what is happening by an angel who appears to him in a dream. The angel urges Joseph to take Mary as his wife. Her pregnancy, he tells him, is the result of a divine intervention. The child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. It will be Joseph's vocation to be the husband of Mary and the foster father of her child. To underline the seriousness of Joseph's role in this relationship, he's instructed by the angel to name the child. By doing so, he publicly accepts the responsibility to act as his father. Matthew presents Joseph to us as a deeply religious person, someone who is open to and aware of God, someone desirous of doing God's will, no matter what it might entail. In today's reading from the letter to the Romans, Paul relates Christ and the good news that he is and brings to the fate of Abraham and of his descendants. The righteousness of Joseph is rooted in that faith, a faith in God, and in God's presence in the world, and in the life of Israel, and of individual prophets and others. Being a person of faith, Joseph is open to, accepts, and acts on the instructions communicated to him by the angel in his dreams. Paul speaks of the righteousness of faith, that is, the goodness, the integrity, and the moral courage that such faith can give a person. Whenever I read or hear someone reading Matthew's account of the great events surrounding the birth and early childhood of Jesus, I can't help but marvel at the remarkable role that Joseph plays in it. In some ways, it makes me think of my father. Although I've always had a special bond with him, It has grown and strengthened considerably over the years, especially since his death more than 50 years ago. Even as a child, I was deeply impressed by the faith and devotion with which he led the family rosary. I was struck too by how enormously kind he was to my mother and how he supported her in many ways as she became increasingly involved with various organizations and charitable projects outside of the family. Like most of us, my father did not make a name for himself or influence the world in any obvious and dramatic way. And yet, he had a lasting impact on me. It is somewhat the same for Joseph. Once he had settled with Mary and Jesus in Nazareth, we hear no more of him, apart from a reference in the Gospels to him as a carpenter or handyman. That was his work. That was the way in which he supported his family. Given what we know of him, we can only assume that he was as honest and dedicated in regard to his work as he was in caring for his family. It's not hard to see how the development of modern labour conditions and movements would have encouraged in the church a special devotion to Joseph the worker. In the past, The majority of canonized saints have come out of monasteries or other religious orders, institutions of men and women. John Paul II made it a priority of his pontificate to widen the range of people who were solemnly recognized by the church for their holiness. As he did so, he offered them to us as models of holiness in the family, in the workplace, and more broadly, in society in canonizing such a range of people. The Pope was teaching us that models of Christian life can be found everywhere. Saint Joseph has been and continues to be for many a model of such a life. Although the world and a great deal in it have always changed, and although they continue to change at an ever more rapid rate in many areas, especially in those of science and technology, Some things do not change. At least, they do not change in their fundamental identity and in their significance for human life. That is true of the classic virtues, including honesty, integrity, justice and peace, care and concern for others. It is eminently true of our relationship with God. Without such virtues and values, we tend to lose a sense of ourselves and of the world. Their absence makes a great number of things, including marriage and family life, as well as politics and business, more difficult. I already said that when I think of Joseph, I tend to think of my father. Whether it was conscious or not on his part, he tried to live many of the virtues of Joseph. His humility and integrity, his faith, in his attitude of love and service to his family. Such things are not out of date. The forms in which we live them may change, but the human and divine realities to which they point do not change. Marking the feast, let us now profess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. From there, He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Let us now, in faith and trust, present before God our needs. For those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those seeking a deeper awareness of God in their life this Lenten season. Let us pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: In honour of Saint Joseph and of the role he played in the life of Mary and of Jesus, in which he continues to play in the life of the Church, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to war, terror, and violence in all their forms, and for a flourishing of peace let us pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: For those who hunger and thirst and who struggle to survive in the most inhumane of conditions, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our deceased relatives and friends and for all those who have died this past night, that they will be brought to eternal life in God, let us pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our
1: prayer. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers, as well as the more personal ones, that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed are You, Lord, God of all creation. For through Your goodness, we have received the bread we offer You fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become, for us, the bread of life. Blessed
2: be God forever.
1: By the mingling of this water and wine, become partakers of his divinity. We became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. For through your goodness, we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink.
0: Blessed be Bless God forever.
1: Gracious God, we ask You to wash cleanse me from my sins. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God the Father Almighty. We pray O Lord that just as St Joseph served with loving care your only begotten son born of the virgin Mary so we may be worthy to minister with a pure heart at your altar through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And
0: with your spirit.
1: Lift up your hearts.
0: We
2: lift them up to the Lord.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give You thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, and on the solemnity of Saint Joseph, to give You fitting praise, to glorify You and bless You. For this just man was given by You as spouse to the Virgin Mother of God, and set as a wise and faithful servant in charge of Your household, to watch like a father over Your only begotten Son, who was conceived by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. In memory of me, (laughs) the mystery of faith, we
0: proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your.
1: Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Defend with unfailing protection, O Lord, we pray, the family you have nourished with food from this altar as they rejoice at the solemnity of Saint Joseph and graciously keep safe your gifts among them. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this mass.